Hey, this is Mariah with Saving Your Women Inc. podcast titled Doing Life with God. I am the host. Make sure that you follow me on Instagram, Mariah Will Succeed. And also follow Saving Your Women Inc. on Instagram and like us on Facebook as well. Make sure that you're sharing the podcast with your community, your groups, your group chats. And also make sure that you guys are writing reviews just to let us know how the podcast and how the episodes are assisting you in your everyday life. Whatever you are going through, you can also email us at savingourwomeninc at gmail.com or you can personally email me mariahwillsucceed at gmail.com. Hey guys, it's Mariah Connors, the host of Saving Our Women Inc. podcast titled Doing Life with God. I'm going to get straight into the episode here. I'm going to start by reading the Bible verse, Mark chapter 14, starting at verse 32. Just read with me until I stop and I will give you um, the last verse that I'm on. I'm reading from an, an NIV version of the Bible. Um, a lot of people use King James or New King James, Amplified, NLT, MSG, whatever you guys decide to use. Um, just allow the Holy Spirit to give you revelation as you read with me. Um, same for me as well. Um, so it doesn't matter where you're reading from. So let me get straight into it. Okay, so Mark 14, verse 32. It says, They went to a place called Gethsemane, and Jesus said to his disciples, Sit here while, while I pray. He took Peter, James, and John along with him, and he began to be deeply distressed and troubled. My soul, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death, he said to them. Stay here and keep watch. Going a little farther, he fell to the ground and prayed that if possible, the hour might pass for him. He big well at this time I'm just gonna stop right there just for a second, just to elaborate. <clears throat> so what I'm reading is basically Jesus on his way to the altar, right? He's coming into his purpose, honestly, uh, right, to doubt to doubt on the sins for our cross, right? To leave the Holy Spirit behind. So at this time, you know, he is he feels the how can I say this? How can I explain it to you guys? But he's feeling the pain, he's feeling the push. As I, I explained this before on another episode, um, just basically how being pregnant with a purpose, not necessarily an actual real baby. It's a real baby for me, right? Because it's purpose. It's like um, the process. Like once you figure out that you're pregnant with something, which is, you know, purpose in the spiritual in the spiritual term, you know, it's more so excitement. Like you start to come up with these ideas of how it's going to be but we really don't know the ins and outs you're never really prepared for purpose right um you can have an idea of what it could be but necessarily our, our ideas right our human ideas are not um how it end up it, it ends up honestly you know God can give us revelation he can give us an inkling of what it could be but it's not the full process of how it works and you know through the um, I feel like, you know, as a pregnancy, I have never been pregnant before, just seeing other people pregnant. Um, I I feel that, you know, it, as, as more as you're going deep into like your nine months of uh, preparing to push, it's more so it kind of, for some people, it gets kind of heavier. Um, it, the load gets heavier. And I feel like that's how Jesus is feeling at this moment. He's starting to feel like that his hour has come, that it's time to push, that it's time to actually apply what he's been speaking about through all these years. Um, and, and he's starting to feel the pain. 
so I'm going to uh, continue to read. It says, going a little farther, he fell to the ground and prayed that if possible, the hour might pass for him. He's asking God to, you know, like, God, take this away from me. Take this, this heaviness, this burden away from me. You know, um, then it says Abba, which means, you know, uh, father. He's saying everything is possible for you. Take this cup for me. Yet not what I will. I'm sorry. Yet not what I will, but what you will. Meaning that, you know, not my plans, God, but your plans. Just in plain terms. Uh, verse 37 says, then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Simon, he said to Peter, are you asleep? Couldn't you keep watch for an hour? Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. It says, once more he went away and prayed the same thing. When he came back again, found them sleeping because their eyes were heavy. They did not know what to say to him. Returning, returning the third time, he said to them, are you still sleeping and resting? Jesus began to say, enough, the hour has come. Look, the son of man is delivered to the hands of the sinners. Rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayer. So I'm going to just stop there. Um, and with with the verses that I'm reading, it's so many different stories, so many different revelations that you can get from this. Um, but for me, God gave me something different. So now if he changes it, if he changes it as I'm speaking, I will drift off. But as of now, for what I was writing down, um, he just let me see it in a different way. So I feel like that there's no right or wrong um, story or, you know, something that relates to this verse because you can use so many different things. But it just depends on what God is trying to show you, like what he's trying to tell his people through you. Um so as I begin to write down, um, I just stated, you know, in this passage, Jesus is extremely overwhelmed. He's unsure. He's afraid. And so much more. It says Jesus is having a spiritual warfare between his flesh and his purpose, because even though he is, even though he is the son of God, right, he can do no wrong. But God still wrapped him up in flesh, which flesh is afraid sometimes. Flesh doesn't know what's going on in the moment, but they, but your spirit is aware, but your flesh is unsure. Um, and I stated that he he's waiting for God to remove the pain. He's at he he's asking for the crushing of the purpose to be removed from him. It says Jesus was also going through such an uncertain, painful time. He had to separate himself. Um, and also, like, one of the verses that stuck out to me is stated that the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. The spirit, once, going back to, uh, to Jeremiah, the book Jeremiah, where it says that, you know, um, God knew you before he even formed you in your mother's belly. He knew you. He appointed you. Right. So and I feel like that that's where the spirit comes into the alignment as if your spirit already knows. And for the world, what they say is like, you know, that gut feeling, that instinct That's really your spirit, your spirit, your spirit is already aware of what's coming um, and what it is to come. But our flesh has to meet our spirit there. And I feel like that's what the process of going through purpose and the process of giving of getting a revelation from God is during that process you have your your flesh has to meet up with what your spirit already knows um and this is what i feel like jesus was going through in that moment because the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak 
man, that's so heavy and so amazing. It's just a lot. <laughs> and then I began to write, it says, Jesus comes back and his disciples are sleeping. And God began to give me a revelation. He was just letting me know some people you are around or sleep to the, to the true person God called you to be. And this is where it comes down to separation. It's more so that I'm taking you to another level in me, God is saying. The, it's just, man, just how, how I'm breaking this down and how God is showing me. Like, I never really, you know, looked at this, this, script, this passage like this ever. I, I read this before and I never looked at it in this way. Um, but the way that he revealed it to me is just like definitely like right on time. And he just began to show me. He was like, you know, a lot of people that are around you it could be your family members, your friends, your coworkers, your supervisor, whoever, whoever you are connected with uh, during the time of separation. God just began to show me they don't they can only see the outward. You know, they can only see you in the forms of who you used to be, right? And for an example, you can um, discuss purpose with people and the things that you're trying to do. And what a lot of times what you will hear is what you used to do, right? Um, and people don't, I would say, mean any harm by it. Even when you have a conversation with somebody that you used to know, that you used to be friends with, that you used to hang out with, the only thing that they have is what you used to do. Um, and just kind of drip, drifting off from the actual passage, just something that God has given me. And um, I'm just begin to see that sometimes God called you to be separated so you don't be, have to be connected with the things that you used to do. Because if he's pruning the things that are in you, it's going to be hard to prune what's in you if you are around what you used to do. Because God has to give you strength. He has to give you wisdom in the time of separation so you don't, so you don't revert back to what you used to do. And then not only that, how could you be connected with um, the people and, and things that you used to be connected with or the things that you used to do that you no longer do, and, but you're not strong. You're, you're, you're not strongly hit. You're, you're not strong in his will, right, to overcome that thing because it's going to be easier for you to go back to those same things. Um, and then reading on, I was writing down, I stated the very people that we love and are close to, which is what I just stated, is sleep to the truth, the, the true you. They are expecting you to constantly show up how they are used to you showing up. But when you are connected with God and chosen, you can never stay the same. When God is when God is in your life, it's a constant pruning of your good fruits, right? It's another verse, and I have to I can't think of I can't think of it offhand, but it talks about you know um, us being in the vine, which is God, and the only way to overcome, the only way to get through these things is is basically us being in God and God being in us. Um, and it also states that, you know, the pruning of the fruit, God takes out anything that's not producing positive fruit, anything that's not producing the fruit that he wanted to bear. He will cast those things out and he will prune the things that are in you. He will prune. Okay, so I found the verse that talks about us being the actual true vine. So John 15, okay, and I'm reading from an NIV version, John 15, verse 1. It says, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. So I'm going to kind of reread that and then elaborate. It says, I am the true vine 
and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. And meaning that bears, like I said this on the last episode, sometimes even bad fruit could bear fruit. But it doesn't mean that it's good fruit. Um, So it says he cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. While every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes. Um, And it says so that it will be even more fruitful. Pruning. Pruning. So anything that is pertaining to your growth, anything that's that's pertaining to what, what God has called you to be, God will prune those things. And, I, and I'm just going to pause it there because if you have a relationship with God and you don't see fruit, good fruit coming from the relationship, something is something is wrong. Start like something is wrong. I, something is so wrong, <laughs> like literally, because and I think that we think in our minds when a lot of people read that verse is things, right? We think you know, as far as fruitful, like we think like money and we think cars and clothes and all these different things, name brand things, but fruit is really, it could be the, um, the fruit of the spirits. It could be joy, peace, love, kindness, all of those different things. Um, self-control, all of those different things. That's real fruit being under temptation and being able to remain solid, standing on an actual real foundation, a solid foundation and not saying, that's how you know that the relationship well the relationship that you have with God if it's producing any fruit you being in temptation situations and able to come out on the other side knowing that you pass that or just not even if you don't pass even saying God in a situation that's a real fruit um knowing that you know hey I didn't pass this test but the next time I'm gonna get it right I'm, I'm going to be ready for it. I'm going to be in God. I'm going to be in my word. I'm going to study my word and be ready for the next thing that comes. Not looking for the next thing, but just be ready for the next thing. Because you don't want to be also distracted and overwhelmed waiting for a test. Like, that's not God. He didn't. Come on now. He wants you to live life as well, but also be ready to stand firm. You should always be standing firm. But, you know, standing firm, be ready so you don't got to get ready pretty much. Um so verse 3 says, of, of John 15, verse 3 says, You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. So God is saying that we are the true vine, but the reason why we are the true vine, because we are in God and God is the real vine. He's the main vine. It says, I am the vine. Verse five says, I am the vine. This is Jesus talking. You are the branches. If you remain in me and in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish, whatever you wish, not even your desires, but the things that you wish, the things that you want, whatever you wish for, and it will be done for you. But this is under God. This is not by yourself. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit. God wants us to bear fruit. He wants us to. It says this is to my father's glory, meaning that whatever fruit that you bear, 
God's glory is going to show on it. It's not going to be your glory, nobody else's glory, not your friend glory, not your cousin glory, not your mama glory, not your job glory, but it's going to be from God. It says that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be disciples. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. Which is amazing. And I'm just going to end it on that note. This is a very short episode. Um, I feel like that it was very self-explanatory. Even the verses, uh, the books that I were reading from the Bible, they were very self-explanatory. And I'm, we did, um, I'm going to just re- elaborate. We did Mark 14, 32 through 38. And then John 15, verse 1 through verse 9. And those are NIV versions. Or you can read whatever version that you decide to read. Um, But just to elaborate on what the podcast was about, was just really being separated and really allowing God to prune what the fruit that he put in you. Prune that so it grows and it can be an overflow because... I was listening to um, this open discussion or a panel discussion on YouTube, and it was from One Church LA, and they were kind of like breaking down like from what their pastor, Pastor Torrey Roberts, what he spoke about. And um, one of the, I'm, I don't want to get anybody's name wrong, so I'm not going to say nobody's name. <laughs> I don't want to say it wrong uh, or say the wrong name. Um, one of the girls she was talking about, she was just saying that, you know, how she used to be, you know, just outside, like we all had our moments, everybody has a moment where we were just outside or just having fun or just doing something we know we wasn't supposed to do and connecting ourselves with, you know, just different people in that process. And she was just saying how she would basically be living a double life, like, you know, going to church one day and then not practicing those things that she was doing in church outside of church, basically, I'm paraphrasing. Um, and she also stated that when she did go all out, and I, like when she did like really like change her whole life, um, you know, people like was asking, like, did you get saved? And she was like, you know, I was already saved, but um, that wasn't my point. But j- just even stopping right there in the middle of her story, that's fruit. Like if you have had a relationship with God for some years or or for a month, however long it has been, and you have not seen fruit where you desire to change your life completely and totally, like you're just continuously to live a double life. And it's not to down anyone that's not there yet because you will get there if you really have a true relationship with God, not just on the outside, but the inside, allowing God to prune you, just being in solid in silence with him and real being in real relationship with him. It will show on the outside because what you do behind closed doors, what you do on your second life, it's going to spill out over on your uh, your life with God when you do life with God because you really can't uh, separate the two even though it sounds like you can like I can go I can go out on Saturday and then I can come to church on Sunday eventually those lives are going to meet each other in the middle some like you it's going to be revealed right um and she was just saying that you know when they asked her like you know her crew asked her you know did you get saved because you ain't drinking no more you ain't doing this no more um and I'm just adding my little two cent in um she was just saying how you know honestly me being my true self that's what people need which is my true self is what god called me to be that is what people need because you can't 
empower your crew you can't empower your circle your gang gang whatever you want to call it, your squad if you're doing the same thing as them how can you empower someone and you have the same life how, you, how can you give advice on advice to someone about having a better life and you were living the same life as them and that's what people honestly really need you know you may have some people that's not really with it they're gonna go their separate way or you may have some people that's actually like man this is this is the side that I've been needing from you all along I needed the full side of this not just one side so it was just so amazing and not saying that, you know, when I talked about earlier, not saying that this was what Jesus was doing, I'm just speaking in general of us living our day to day life that the people that follow us, the people that are friends with us, the people, they need us to be our true selves. They need us to be our true selves of who God called us to be because you just never know, you know, who life is connected to your purpose, you know, and they're, they're living in a dead place or living in a dead thing, not knowing how to get out of it. When your purpose, you fulfilling purpose, you actually walking in purpose, right? Even the process, even before you get there, even having that relationship with God, you don't know, you don't know what could break off of their life just because of what you spoke, just because of what you sang, just because of what you said, just because of what you wrote uh, in a book, whatever, just because of songs that you wrote, just because of what you produce, you just never know, like, cause you just never know, never know. And I, I always say this, I said this in the beginning of the podcast when I started, even recording the podcast, um, how I listened to Sarah Jake Roberts maybe a couple of years ago. Like I always believed in God, but I feel like a couple of years ago, like my relationship with God like changed drastically just because of the sermon that I heard. Not verbatim, I don't remember what the sermon was about, but I know that it it made my baby leap, like my purpose leaped inside of me. Um, and I was never like the type of person that had a lot of friends as far as like being a lot around a lot of women empowering people like you know I'll probably give my friends advice every once in a while but I was never on this kind of level at all and I just kind of stayed to myself so when I was even told when God confirmed it to me like you know you're gonna have a women's ministry I'm like bro like how I'm like uh, no that's not my thing um or like you're gonna be speaking at events I'm like yeah that's definitely not my thing like you know I mess up when I talk sometimes and God doesn't care about that he will use anybody he will use anything it doesn't it doesn't matter to him he doesn't care about those things because he can prune what's what he put in you right so it can be an overflow that it can spill over to different people's lives and when I heard that sermon it changed my life like I've my whole family like has been in God you know my grandma like my grandpa like all they've been in God that they taught me about God and Jesus so um but it was different when I heard this sermon it was like God's timing like literally like I had a relationship with God but it wasn't on never on this level so like my point is that you don't know whose life and who and who else's purpose is connected to your purpose so we definitely have to get up we definitely have to get up and get out of the funk and look around us what's dead what's not moving in the direction that God called you to move or what's not moving in even a even if you don't know what God is calling you to sometimes your flesh doesn't know but your spirit knows something is pulling on you something that's taking you in a different direction um and like you can say like you know what is what is around me like what's going like what who positive who ain't like who going in the direction that I'm going in and whatever ain't God will God would have removed them for you. You don't even have to do it. He will do it for you. It could be a, a small situation that turned into something and it just, boom, everybody gone. And 
I'm definitely in that season of separation of, you know, even the closest people I love, even family, like even like I just haven't been around people, you know, how I used to be around people. But God is calling me to a next level. He's calling me higher. And it doesn't mean that I'm better than the next person. But in this season, God is trying to reveal something to me that that can only be revealed with me and him and nobody else intervening, nobody else giving advice, nobody else um, putting their two He doesn't want any of that because he knows once I get past this trial, once I get past this test, once I get past whatever this hurdle is to get to the next level, he knows that whatever happens, I'm going to get the glory out of Mariah's story. It's not going to be no friend. It's not going to be a cousin. It's not going to be a sister. It's not going to be a mama. It's going to be me because when this happened, when this when this gets completed, it's gonna it's gonna be more people drawn to her, trying to figure out how she get it, how she got it, and all she's gonna be able to say is God did it. So on that note, I'm gonna close. I feel like this should be a part two. I may make it a part two next Tuesday. I'm not for sure, but I'm gonna go ahead and close this episode out. I just want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Man, like every day, like for the last few months, well, since I even started the podcast back, it's just so exciting because every Tuesday, every Monday when I write something down or anytime I'm doing it, even in the week when I'm preparing for the podcast in the week, it's just so many things, so many things God revealed to me and it's just so amazing. Like a book needs to hear, like I need to hear you complete this book. Okay. Uh, but I just thank you guys so much for listening make sure that you share the podcast with your family your friends girlfriends wives whoever share the podcast Uh, make sure that you write us a review a comment leave some stars or whatever you decide to do make sure that you're following me on instagram as the host mariah will succeed and you can also follow saving our women inc on instagram and like us on facebook okay thanks bye-bye